A random encounter at a broadcasting facility. A shared interest and love of all things Marvel. Excelsior! A misinterpreted program title. And behold, a podcast is born. Peter Melnick. Podcaster and comic book enthusiast. And Eddie Wilson! Upstate New York radio announcer still with an inordinate amount of catching up to do. Peter, what are you doing? Here we go with a new episode of The Marvelists. Welcome everyone to The Marvelist Presents, hypothetically speaking, a Marvel What If podcast. Episode 5, Zombies? Zomp and they ate my neighbors, no less. First off, I'm go- sorry. Eh, well, they sucked anyway. But they were also just raccoons. Oh, okay. Call back to a previous episode. Mm. Anyway, go on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at The Marvelists. Find us individually on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Peter Melnick. I'm also on TikTok. God knows why. At Peter Melnick. But better, you can find Eddie Wilson on social media. That's Instagram at Eddie9193. If you choose, go to Facebook, Eddie Wilson. Look for the guy in the sunglasses. But which guy with the sunglasses? I'm gonna There's go. just one, I believe. I'm so gonna, I'm going to look it up right I now. I looked up Eddie Wilson the first time. I forgot how long ago. It and was I called found Looking in a Mirror. Two others two others that were on Facebook, not The Mirror. Oh. That'd be another thing. That's There's, a there's one in a tabloid. face mask. There's one in a Rastafarian wig, I think. Oh, there's okay. a car, unless that one's an Autobot. Ooh, maybe. There's one wearing regular glasses. So I think Eddie Wilson is right. So the Eddie Wilson with the sunglasses. and Well, no, there's a lady with sunglasses in the Eddie Wilson photo. That's not you, though. No. It's true. All right. So Okay. Anyway, and there's also one given his lady a smooch. Mm. Enough about these Eddie Wilson's private lives. You can find us also on TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, among many other platforms. And also go on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, five star if you're if ever you're so, so inclined. inclined. And also fix those broken ice cream machines, McDonald's. You're going to get sued. You can also find us on patreon.com slash the marvelists and support the show for as little as three dollars a month to as much as your little heart's desire to infinity and beyond exactly you can also find us on there with our monthly show for the five dollar and up tier fantastic voyage where we cover all 102 issues plus annuals plus tie-ins plus whatever we are feeling like that month of stan lee and jack kirby's legendary iconic even Fantastic. fantastic run of the Fantastic Four. You can also listen to our show where we talk about comic books Eddie Wilson has never read. Bi-monthly. It's bi-monthly called... You haven't read that? What haven't I read? That's the name of the program. The email? I didn't get an email. Well, I thought the email was... No. That no, was that's true. Else. That's true. My, my results are back. Your results are back? I'm pregnant! Put them in the email bag and... You can also... Like on that show, in the uh, October edition, we're going to be talking about something that's kind of close to this, The Walking Dead, mm. issues one through six. And as we're recording this, you know, you want Eddie, you want to throw in Marvel Zombies? Marvel Zombies, episode five today from what? Well, if? not oh, just that, as but far I'm, as reading, yeah, sure, why it's, not? It's a five-issue miniseries. I like it. And, you know, you got to hunt down a trade now. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, because I'm not giving you my trade. You can keep my Walking Deads because I have the What do you think compendiums. the name of the trade means? It means barter. It means exchange. So I'll have to find something to trade with you. Now listen here, you little shit. Listen, the date of this recording, you said? Yes. September 9th, 1967. And today, the 54th anniversary 
of the Spider-Man TV animated series, wherein we hear the end of the theme that kind of goes like this. Life is a great big Wherever there's a pain, you'll find the Spider-Man. Thwip. That'll be perfect when it goes up on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> a date that is not the exact date. Is it ever? <laughs> no, not really. Rarely, in fact. Anyway, you can also... Uh, Stockpile these episodes and listen to and binge listen. I like <gasps> doing that with a lot of podcasts, by the way. More observations I have not listened to in months because of the fact I like having, you know, like it's like uh, you take a rubber band, you pull it, and it goes. <laughs> bing. The old Wiley Coyote slingshot method. God bless Acme. Acme, you guys should sponsor us. Anyway, also go on We'd below be the. Rich. Co- <laughs> well, you know how else we can be rich? They make but- everything. <laughs> By going to belowthecollar.com slash uh, marvelous and support the show with the dad joke immune shirt. It'll cost you an Andrew Jackson, but you know. A little bit more, I think. Tax, it's, shipping, yeah, tax, I don't shipping, know. pro wrestling tees or one hour tees. They do their little thingy, you know, takes them a little bit of time. Let's go with the 20 to start. I don't know. 21st century prices yeah. with what? 1975 shipping. <laughs> takes a while. Wow. But we still support them because they. You know, helped out really well. They do. Anyway, Eddie, this is episode number five. five. Zombies. When the Avengers are infected by a zombie plague, surviving heroes search for a cure. And you know what we need a cure for? Lackadaisical voice acting. Because this episode, we love them. We love the little fella. But man, oh man, half of Mark Ruffalo's performance in this episode was not very good. But we will drift away from that and talk about something that was really impressive. That wasn't Tom Holland. Did you know that? I might have. Yeah, that was a pretty damn good Tom Holland in this episode. Okay. Didn't You could tell little bits and pieces that it was an impersonator, but for what they were trying to accomplish, A friggin' plus. And this is the debut of a Spider-Man in the uh, Disney Plus series because we haven't seen him in Falcon and Winter Soldier. We have not seen him in WandaVision or Loki. But we get his debut in this episode. And by the way, technically this is MCU, Peter Parker, although it's, you know, you branch off into a different timeline. He brings up somebody in this episode. Which he? Spider-Man? Yeah. Who does he bring up that has not been brought up by name in the MCU? I'd have to check. Did I even make a note of that? Jeez. Uncle Ben. Yes. Uncle Ben. He's lost. He, he goes through a laundry list sort of of all the people that he's lost. And hopefully he finds them. And then Aunt May, he throws in, well, it was, you know, which is tense again. Again, I love the world building that you can create with, you know, so few words. Just by saying, well, she was. And then you end up painting in your mind's eye, oh, this is what happened to her. Mm-hmm. She got eaten or eaten. It's not the right word. It's not the right word at all. But it sounds good, doesn't it? She was eaten, Eddie. I've never, ever heard that word well, now, in my life, so I can't say you, it sounds good. You've heard it twice now. Yeah, and now it's an indelible scar in my brain. That's a third, Aiton. And in fact, Aiton is enough. And by the way, that's number four for you. Aiton is enough? Yes. And just think, after... So that's five now for you. You just caused number episode five. Episode five, Hulk going to Earth. And but you do realize when you re-listen to this episode, it'll be up to ten. Aiton, oh. Aiton, dirty dozen. Oh, wait, no, it's 13. No! Wait, no, I'm terrible at math. This is why I was an art student for so many years. Well, I think after the Watcher's opening monologue talking about the Hulk coming to Earth, and I think what Banner starts off by saying, Thanos is coming. What, is that his best line? He's he, he, uh, 
underperformed perhaps in this episode. Wink, right wink, we, Eddie. Oh, wait. wait or, oh, you're we, not I going know. with innuendos. I wasn't. I know. Under, yeah. You sure? Under the collar. Mm, the under the sheets, yeah. Eddie. You. And <laughs> the ending of Thanos being in there. So I just made that connection between the beginning and the ending. I really enjoyed seeing that, and I enjoyed... Because you forget about that. To be completely honest, I forgot about that opening of the whole Thanos is coming. And then he shows up at the end because it does tie it 100% together. And I agree with you on that. That is is good storytelling right there. Mm -hmm. Because when you're watching, you're just like, oh, my God, you guys. Mm -hmm. Thanos and the Black Order, well, what's left of them, are still here. He's got the the gauntlet. He's a zombie with a gauntlet. And the stones, except for what the mind stone, I guess, right? Yeah, but I and I'll be honest, there was a small part of me, and I knew why he was there. But man, oh man, I felt a little offended seeing Chadwick Boseman in this one. I'm like, you're really gonna bring him back for this episode and use that performance for you know? I'm just like, and I realize I'm reading too much into it. I get that, but I'm just like, when I saw him, like, oh, oh, oh. Well, you know, oh. we're pulling at whatever strings, heartstrings yeah. or otherwise we can here, and I think it worked. And they were pulling on uh, Black Panther's body, much like they did in the Marvel zombie storyline, where Black Panther has his entire body pretty much chopped into little pieces to feed the other zombies. And when you read the story and you go into Marvel Zombies 2 by Robert Kirkman, not number two, but vol- series two, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's cut up into little pieces, and he, you know, he has like you know artificial limbs and everything. And I, I think they're uh, vibranium. Could be wrong, but if I'm, I got to reread. I've been wanting to reread the series, mm. to be honest. But there's my preview. Okay, it's it's intense seeing that, and it just like that was the moment. I'm like, yeah, obviously the whole Marvel zombies thing is a Robert Kirkman byproduct, you know, based on everything. But seeing that in there, I'm just it. It got a kick out of me where I'm like, oh, wow, they actually really referenced something from the Marvel zombie story other than them being zombies. Well, I'm about to make a reference, too, that I'm not sure if you picked up or realized or it could work in this case after we get the three Avengers that uh, are Avenger zombies as, you know, they, they do shadows. We don't see the camera view right away. Oh, I love right that away. reveal. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, exactly. And it's uh, it's Iron Man plus two. And, you know, and oh, they, we get the save. His reservations. Plus two, yeah, you know this, this party of three, exactly. The wasp and Spidey Donner party. D- oh, really? Well, they were alive though. Got it. Okay, but we so. get this. We try. We get a, in a, I don't know, a thumbnail sketch sort of of how we establish this zombie storyline. And according to the Watcher, Hank Pym went into the quantum realm to rescue Janet, who apparently we're told, however, contracted, contracted, con. Contracted. I think it is contracted. Yeah. Thank you. I was thinking of sign here, please. The quantum virus. Who knew? Which is an interesting way of explaining how the virus comes into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or the Marvel Animated Universe, whatever. Yep. But in the Marvel uh, zombie storyline, the virus comes from Ultimate Universe Reed Richards. Oh, who bungles okay. every. And by the way, hey. if, you're, if you've read the Secret Wars story from 2015 by uh, Jonathan Hickman, the Reed Richards from that universe, the Ultimate Universe, comes over with a big ass head. He's got like you know weird deformities, but he's he becomes a villain. And like mm. Marvel Zombies is partially responsible for that. Sure, make, it would make sense, I, I suppose. If that's truly the again, point. Eddie should read the Marvel Ultimate line. He uh, he should. Mm. 
You can always you know get, what? You can that always buy be, the trades because you can't buy the Spider-Man number one. But that'll be the ultimate because it'll be the end of my reading when I get through the thousands that I have that have gone on by since. So Eddie, many when are you years gonna, are you gonna read Toxic Crusaders? Uh, yeah, that's in there, right after Toxic Avenger. Then it goes. That just that makes progressive sense. Yeah, no, that's just the way they came out. Also, <clears throat> but from Janet, we get Hank infected, and we also get Scott Lang infected. Who? We see his hand, I guess, against a piece of glass that's fogged up, and the hand slides down, which I thought of Titanic. You would. It was the love scene. And, you know. Oh, Eddie, draw me like one of your French girls. Oof. Like, I'm the one that draws. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Strange. Eddie's just going to draw silence looking at me. Not with Oba, that Oba. facial hair of yours. Are you sure? I don't about know what's going on there. In regards to what else, just that the whole performance of Paul Rudd as Scott Lang, that got a kick out of me. And also, another character makes his return, and it was Kurt from Ant-Man. Kurt, yes, I couldn't think of his, his first name, but the... Um... One of the one of the three. Uh, what did what did Mike Douglas's character? What did Hank Pym call him? Um, wombats. They were ex-con. Yeah, yeah, they were ex-con. But I mean, not those three wombats. Whatever. And it is funny though that he shows up because it's uh, David Masmalchian. Mm-hmm. I hope I didn't butcher his name. I probably did. But this is not the first time he's gotten a comic book character killed this year because he was playing as the polka dot man in the Suicide Squad. And I, was, I just oh, realized geez. I spoiled that, but whatever. Oops. Okay. But, <laughs> well, pretty, after within 24 hours, the Pacific Northwest is infected. No, what, what's the difference? What you just said it, it, for this guy, though, it's a this is a big year for him being involved in so many uh, superhero stuff in one year now. Yeah, he's been, funniest thing is he's been in the Dark Knight. Uh, I think I recall that. Yes, he's also I believe been in the Arrowverse on one of those shows. Hmm. So he's he's been around, but it's like. Now, like, his name is starting to go up there, and because of his portrayal as the polka dot man. Well, that means he's got a good agent. I'm really happy to see, like, this guy's career is starting to, you know, mm-hmm. escalate, especially the Count Crawley stuff, which uh, he's done over at Dark Horse Comics. And I guess if you Wikipedia the guy, maybe he started off in comedy. I don't know. Who knows? But I like what he's doing. He's doing and stand-up. You would like Count Crawley. Count Crawley is very much like a uh, Sven Gulli, you know, midnight uh, monster show kind of character. It's, it's possible, sure. Mm-hmm. You should check it out. Like, that's something well, up your alley. We're getting to a dark alley in an unknown location. As dark as the eyeshadow on Count Crawley, available from Dark Horse Comics. Oh, okay. No free plug there. Ironically, the Watcher says it was the Avengers' heroism that sealed humanity's Heroism, fate. just like you'll see in Count Crawley. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I killed that joke. Inter- interlude with by Peter Parker saying... Or the the um, lettering comes up. So you want to survive the zombie apocalypse in the 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 little lettering of you know like grade school and put those just letter the, magnets on the fridge kind of that thing. DIY uh, style of you know home video making and trying to make his own like little uh, on screen display things. Again, it was fun, just really fun to see the personality of the Peter Parker character replicated in this form. And the steps would include wearing long sleeves. Proper hygiene, and always aim for the head. I guess with the uh, dart gun that Peter may have shot at Sharon Carter that just kind of bounced off. And I thought what was interesting, I didn't go back and look because I just got one view of this episode. But part of Sharon Carter's um, attributes or abilities ended with uh, eulogies. So she's a good speaker at eulogies. I again, 
also getting that tone of Peter Parker's very sarcastic sense of humor right down to the little written parts. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good band. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, yes? Mm-hmm. Or just two yes? Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. Maps. Fine. They don't love you like I love you. <laughs> no. It's a good song. The the mission, the hope, is, is at the base in, uh, in Camp Lehigh, New Jersey. And here comes hashtag going out, whatever, shout out to Trey Stone, hashtag. former guest of Happy Hogan, saying, just when you thought things couldn't get any worse, we got to go to Jersey. Which is amazing. And yeah, Jersey's pretty terrible. Jersey yeah. City's nice. Seacock is nice. Oh. Wherever you've been from, where you're from, Eddie. Bergen County, Fairlawn. That, that uh-huh. one's nice. Thank Red you. Bank is nice. Well, You've I mean, been there. Red, not, you should have said Red Bank first, probably, uh, but uh, Jersey City's nicer. Well, okay, it's fine. Also close. It's on the edge of New York City. And the uh, amount of was, of course, tongue-in-cheek sarcastic, the Uber driver versus personal chauffeur. Chauffeur. There is a difference. I thought it was really funny, though, to see the uh, the usage, again, of uh, John Favreau returning as Happy Hogan and yeah. just having Favreau involved. I mean— Certain people in the uh, MCU have not been able to reprise their roles because they were told, oh, we weren't asked. Meanwhile, you know, Dave Batista repeatedly asked, hey, we would like to have you on our show, and his agent just never returned the uh, calls. Oh, oops. Womp, womp, womp. Well, not too far along now, zombie Hawkeye gets happy, and Falcon zombie gets split into pieces. Uh to which, to which Bucky, who, who did that splitting... He says, truly is a multiple man. Bucky says, I should be sad, but I'm not. Yeah. So there's a little sarcasm, too, I think. I don't know. I found a little bit of deja vu... Vuja day. In the, no, we have not... Well, we have done this not before. I, Spider-Man uh, doing the web line with the train. Yeah. You know, as if from uh, with Spider-Man 2, I guess, the Toby... Doc Ock. How many times are they going to acknowledge that in a Spider-Man thing? Like, they did it once, and I feel like that's going to be the thing they keep going to over and over and over again. Which I'm fine with. Mm -hmm. But it's like, have them do something else that's cool. Like, I mean, honestly, the one thing I like that they did in these Spider-Man movies in general, across all forms, was the scene where he's pulling the boat back together. And of course, you you have the Christ iconography of that, etc., etc. Well, but... The pulling together shows the strength of the character. I love seeing that visual, and it's impactful. Yeah, I wasn't going for the—I actually wasn't going for the religious under-overtone, whatever. It's been said repeatedly that's what it's supposed to be referencing, which, okay, cool. But the whole pulling together, the strength, because showing both sides, you know, reading into it so much, Mm -hmm. the character, his inner struggles combining together. Okay, all right. Whatever, you know what I mean? Depends on your perspective, your background. If you're not religiously inclined, so to speak, you wouldn't get that per se. I mean, I've I've, but, he- I've heard the comparisons, and I see why they say them. It's yeah. just you know whatever. Yeah, no, I get that. But in regards to the whole thing with Spider-Man, yeah, just do some do some new uh, references. Personally, the, my favorite one still is the Spider-Man No More, mm-hmm. where you see the trash can with the suit, and they've only done it once on screen, and it was pretty damn perfect with the. Uh, Raimi movie. T- yeah, absolutely. But do it again. I want to see him do it again. <laughs> I don't I don't care if he has to shove it in a dumpster. Just do uh, it again. Well, I don't know how many times we want to see this Spidey suit in the garbage. I mean, maybe, you know, you know there's a poopy stain in there, Eddie. Well, that's from regular wear and tear, I suppose. Well, I, 
a spastic colon, IBS. Fine. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the content you come for weekly. It is. It's mm. more than you bargained for. Mm. Another Bucky um, sarcastic slam, so to speak. After Sharon gets uh, Sharon Carter gets zombified by Cap, and that was a, a reveal of a sort as well, because you saw him in shadow, and then finally you're like, okay, he's a zombie. For some reason, zombified is one of the funniest words that I've heard today. Next to eight, sure, which you've just heard again. Yeah, Awu. A woo-hoo, Werewolves of London. Thank you. That's something else. All right. So Bucky uses Shield's cap. I'm sorry. Bucky uses Cap's shield. And the quote... Easy for you to say. Because he gets, uh, well, not decapitated, but he gets halved from the waist. Yeah. uh, And says, sorry, pal. I guess this is the end of the line. Those lines are so damn cheesy and cringeworthy. Mm -hmm. And yet... They work. No, not really that just, sense. You know, it's, turn, it's flipped it over. They're so cheesy. They're so cringy. They're so corny. But I love them mm-hmm. so much because what they're doing in that moment is also replicating the cheesy one-liners in horror movies, mm-hmm. which you're just like... And that's what Spider-Man, that's what Peter said to her. Has anybody seen horror movies? It, it's that 100%. Like they're you know borrowing from those elements. And by the way, when you say that part of the whole, the hand on the window and it's going down... I also think of stuff like I think they do it in The Fly, where, you know, Jeff Goldblum, that, and then that. Mm -hmm. They're doing all the different horror homages. Yeah. I like that. I like seeing, because you're going to be getting a whole movie. Like, rewatch it again. You're a horror movie guy. You like watching horror movies. Some. Watch the, you know, try to remember, like, the iconic scenes of some of this stuff. And then you're like, oh, they're referencing that. Oh, they're referencing that. Mm -hmm. It's cool to see. And it's cool to see those homages, those references to overall pop culture in here, where you're just like, I didn't expect to see that, but you do. Yeah. That's like myself, you know, as a diehard Simpsons fan. I know Citizen Kane front to back partially because of the Simpsons because they find so many ways to sneak in a, you know, Charles Foster Kane reference. (laughs) Who would have thought? But, you know, maybe the uh, director's vision of the film. Well, now that's Gene Kelly and Olivia Olivia Newton-John. Xanadu, home of Charles Foster Kane. Okay, yeah, well, I went to the song The newspaper magnet. And no, I'm not referring to the Electric Light Orchestra. Yeah. Which which do you prefer, Eddie? Do you prefer the one with her, or do you prefer the one with Jeff Lynne? Oh, really? Yeah, which do you prefer? you got to pick one. I know. Ooh, it's an on-the-spot one, because he doesn't have an answer yet. I just know that it was both Olivia Newton-John and ELO. Yeah. So but there's that, one I with him have, on vocals, and then there's one with her on vocals. If it wasn't with her on vocals, I don't know it. Uh-huh. And I had the 45 I'll back in you, the day. I'll send you a link to it. Oh, okay. Hope. <laughs> I was hoping for it. Hope oh, as the, that's as the, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hope as the wasp flies into Sharon and expands. Bye-bye, Sharon. That's kinky. But she does undergo an injury. And the train is out of fuel. So chugga chugga chugga. Janet, in an act of self-sacrifice, damn it, Janet. goes giant man, so to speak. She gets big. Which, by the way, you see her, then she dies. She falls to the ground, is dead. Yeah. That's also another reference to the Marvel zombie story involving Black Goliath. Okay. Black Goliath dies and is you know consumed. Well, maybe I'm thinking of Civil War. Because huh? Black Goliath, you know, Black Goliath dies in Civil War. But I remember seeing that kind of scene where they utilize the giant man. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I had only seen that in, of course, the movie I'm have that to had Ant-Man getting that size and yeah, falling backwards into the ocean. And This is definitely one of those I'm going to have to revisit. Yeah, and of course with the airport scene. Yeah. Uh, Vision we encounter, apparently as an android not on the zombie menu, but is doing some kind of an experiment to reverse the effect. And uh, and we have what he his result is uh, in a jar, Scott's head. I saw it as a Futurama reference, but I know it probably wasn't, although I was half expecting Peter to make a Futurama reference because he totally would. On the oh, show okay. Futurama, a lot of the characters, like figures throughout pop culture history, whenever they get like a guest star from our time on the show because the year takes place in the year 3000 plus, right. characters will show up as a decapitated head in a jar. For example, they managed to reanimate Richard Nixon, and Nixon became president like multi-times in uh, the Futurama world. <laughs> kind of like Watchmen. Hey, by the way, check out, you haven't read that, available on patreon.com slash... The Marvelists. Episode number two, talking about... The Watchmen. Sorry, Watchmen. <laughs> you looked at me like, oh, no, you, no. Said it, you said it wrong again. No, I, was not, I, was, I did not expect you to correct it, but also no. I just love how it's like, they're, the Ram- they're Ramones, not the Ramones. <laughs> yes, that's right. Which or, do- never mind. How do you do it? How do you call them that? You got who, who's the one that called them the Ramones? Grab them by the collar, Eddie. Shake them. Shake them like a Polaroid picture. It's, Outcast. It's on the intro to one of their songs. Gabba like, gabba. Come hey, on, everybody. Let's listen to the Ramones. Let's rock and roll with the Ramones. Rock and roll high school. There you go. I wanted you to figure that out. Okay. Thank you. Did we know though that Wait, the no, Mind you Stone? Do your Fozzie Bear. Do your Fozzie Bear. Thank ah, you. thank you. There we go. Waka waka. The Mindstone admits a sub-frequency that the zombies were not fond of? Yeah, you just do your Fozzie again. Would you have to do that? <laughs> I just got in from... <laughs> Boy, my arm's tired. Yeah, I don't know the science of Marvel, Eddie. Okay, <laughs> well... You, why, are you, why are you asking when it's just going to be me? These are the questions. It's either me making a dick and fart joke or me making a music reference. That's what it's going to be like. Oh, man. Peter, what, what is the sound frequency of... Sorry, I wasn't at my best just now. That is correct. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, again, this another, is the content you come for. No, well, I think another maybe reference, or I took it there, was that vision saying to uh, Bucky Barnes, because he's going to go off and pursue, find uh, some noise coming from somewhere else. You will not find what you're looking for. Well, my favorite thing in regards to vision appearing in this episode, and I saw it today recently on, over on Reddit, in regards to the... Uh, I'm stalling for time as I try and find the link. Oh. Uh, it was one of the funniest lines. Somebody goes, It's not true love unless you'd commit war crimes for each other. What is love without war crimes? What are war crimes if not love persevering? Okay. Yeah, it was funny. You had to be there. I guess. I wasn't there. I didn't know I had to be there. It's a comment. What is perseverance if not imaginary dagger? What is love if... <laughs> What is love if dagger don't hurt me? No more. No more. Or, no see, more. Eddie got it, the, like, it could be a song there. That, that, probably. Was, that was a song reference. What there. is love? What is love? Eddie, don't what? hurt no me. Mer- no mercy. Don't hurt me. That's the group. No okay, mo. yeah. No mo. Yeah, okay. Late 90s. There you go. Wait, no. What is love? Hadaway. Hadaway. There we are. Yeah. Okay. Sir. I'm gonna have to take there is he- a song by. All right, so I'm. I'm gonna have know, to take your headphones. Making an improper parallel. You, I am, you will do no such thing. I am now the new Eddie Wilson. You're in my house. No, there's a radio station. You, my you, second you house. You're in a radio station now. Well, it's decorated like it would like to be, but but not yeah. not permitted at home. Okay. 
So he runs into Wanda Zombie. Wait a minute. At home, do you have John Manzi cutouts? No. (laughs) (laughs) That's an inside joke that only a handful of people that listen to this show will get. I think less than that even. So speaking of painful... (laughs) Speaking of painful, Vision taking out his own Mind Stone. Oh, man. Well, what I loved about Vision getting the, the stone removed was the immediate turn to gray. And there's that look of, well, well sure. Well, I, mean, I loved it. I thought that was great attention to detail. Talk about powering off. And we finally get Banner turning to Hulk. I'm keeping that long silence. Just, just I want you all just to imagine me looking at Eddie just like, really? Really, Eddie? <laughs> But in regards to what else? What were you going to say? Just trying to keep it moving here. As we get towards the end here, Banner finally gets to to be the Hulk. And I was expecting that he was going to, the Hulk was going to turn into a zombie. Well, he didn't. Well, we got a hope zombie then as we get to the end because after. What are we hoping for? We, um, the end of this podcast, I think. <laughs> Sir, how rude. <laughs> I speak for the silent majority. <laughs> We knew this was probably going to happen when the frequency went away. Oh, what's the frequency, Eddie? That Kenneth, not Eddie. No, it's Eddie. R-E-M. I'm asking you. Put your finger down and don't you dare point it in this direction. I'm technically you might point- have to get bitten off, and I'm you'll be. I'm technically you'll be an Eddie Wilson thing. zombie. I'm technically pointing at the glass barricade. Yeah, well, thank goodness Which for that. Which is very nice. It's it's also tinted. So, the zombies can now encroach upon their area because that the vision is in. Because now that the Mind Stone is removed, the sub-frequency is no longer affecting them from it, uh, invading. And so, of course, Does that mean we, mayhem. Can, get the fre- we can get the frequency through uh, certain metal fillings? Depends. Were they ceramic, oh, no, ceramic or yet. silver? I'm not at that age yet. Wow. Again. Poopy. In, in the po- yeah, that's right. Poopy, diapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, the content you come for, ladies and gentlemen. Finally. Bringing the Mind Stone to Wakanda. And one of the things about how these what-ifs end, a couple of them have done it like this. It leaves it like there's going to be more and then the episode ends. Because Thanos is missing it from his zombie state and having the gauntlet minus that stone. But what I'm getting at is if this was like a 45-minute show, that would be where we go to Wakanda, but they leave it open-ended. They're just like, no, viewer, you be the one who decides. It's very much like those shows, like The Outer Limits, like The Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone, I was going to say, yep. Like Unsolved Mysteries, because they were never solved. So you don't... You're the one viewer. Update on Robert Stack. be a bad show if they were solved. With a title like that? <laughs> I don't know. I think it would be an interesting show. Robert Stack going... It would be crap. And guess what? It was solved. Well, this episode can't work. I'm wearing a trench coat. Back to the drawing board. I look like a Times Square flasher. <laughs> I'm in an alley. He was always in an alley. Who else was in a re- recently in a trench coat that we know? Was it Peter J. Parker? Also, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Thing. The Ninja Turtle and Batman. <laughs> the, yes, okay. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, by the way, the Snyder Cut is available now on Blu-ray, 4K HD, Blu-ray, and DVD. Just wanted to get that out there because they have like a penchant for uh, trench coats in those movies. Oh, they bought a supply, a dozen or so, you know, rotate the Zack inventory. Snyder, he loves trench coats. Oh. 
keep the keep the trench coat making people in business. Yes. I like to imagine like that's their one job on their uh, IMDb profile. Like, sure. What did you do in that film? Oh, I was the trench coat uh, microphone operator. How about for that film? Oh, I was the trench coat microphone operator. The trench coat microphone operator. Yeah. Okay. Nice work if you can get it. It's very. It's surprisingly a busy uh, industry. <laughs> Surprise! You wouldn't expect it to be. Which but it industry? Is. Yes. Movie making, flashing, the other flashing. Sir. Well, I'm talking about the trench coat microphone uh, industry. Oh, okay. Are they little microphones? Are they attached to the trench coat? Oh no, those are the. These are like the big boom mics. Oh, they, the big they boom. Find, that's it. Yep. The impressive part about that gig holding the it, mic so so long, you know, and they make it look, over. But they make it look like you can't even see it in there. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, that's why. It, that's boom, why they're really good. Just gotta work uh, on the the listen, weight of it. Listen here, you little shit. You call me little? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I think that's it. I know it's it. It's past it. But yeah, overall, I loved this episode. Now, honestly, I think this is my favorite of the season so far. And I would. What do you think, Eddie? It's my first exposure to Marvel zombies, so I'm you know. I'm I'm disavowing that portion. I'm not going with that being that. I'm going from a storytelling standpoint. I thought it was really fun, and it was super quick. I was bummed out it ended, to be honest. I wanted to see a little bit more of what this universe could entail, but hey, who knows? Maybe they could do a follow-up the next season. We got a uh, cross-section of this line of time, so to speak. Yeah, it was, it was an absolute hoot, and I'm looking forward to seeing where they can go with the uh, Marvel zombies uh, because I feel like... The reaction to this by a lot of people. A lot of people have gone on saying this was the best episode of the season, which is cool to see. Although IGN.com gave it a 5 out of 10, which is kind of funny to listen to. Because I'm like, I thought it was a 9. I don't know that it was just average in the middle. Yeah, I could see that. I might go 7, thereabouts. Eddie Wilson is the IGN.com of the Marvelists. Wow, you liked it less than I did. This is a first on the Marvelists, ladies and gentlemen. Eddie Wilson gave a review lower than Peter. I think in one of our movies leading up to... Oh, hush you. <laughs> that happened also, yeah. There was one other instance. Probably Thor the... It no, might have been Thor Ragnarok. That I liked it more? Mm, yeah. Oh, I did love Thor Ragnarok. It could be, because I thought it was too funny. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I laughing so much? I hate this feeling. Well, I'm glad you leaned away from the microphone and didn't splatter your spittle on the mic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's enough that you say going from three dollars to far, far, far. Infin- this episode, infinity and beyond. Listen to the next episode when we try to change the determination, the denomination, the consternation, the monetary configurement. I was hoping you continue rhyming. I was like, wait, I'm wait. no, prompted. not on the spot. Sorry, that had to be scripted. And that's the show. As I you think- know, go with the flow, Whoa. Joe Blow. Oh. oh. Afterwards, I got to get dinner at the stove. Oh, that's just I try. Slang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What can you do? Stow away. But anyway, for the Marvelists, I'm Peter Melnick. And I'm Eddie Wilson. What if? Why Excelsior? not? Oh, yeah, that, I like that. <laughs>